Welcome to today's episode of the Mindset Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Dial. If you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you love this podcast, you'll probably love the video lesson about journaling that I just put up not long ago. And uh, I will actually give you a free journaling lesson and uh, 30 free journaling prompts if you go to mindsetmentorjournal.com. Once again, mindsetmentorjournal.com. You can go on that website, check it out and learn about how you can become a better journaler absolutely free. Today, we're going to be talking about some really fun stuff. We're going to be talking about dying with regret. We're going to talk about dying with regret so that you don't have to. Because the last thing I want you to do is get to the end of your life. I would say one of the main reasons why I create this podcast episode is so that when you get to the end of your life, you don't die with regret. Hopefully, I give you some tips and tricks and ways to understand yourself better so that you can start stop holding yourself back so that you can create the life that you want. And when you look at it, maybe you've heard me talk about this before, but uh, the number one regret of people who are dying when they do regret is that I wish I lived a life that was true to myself and not the life that others expected of me. And so we're going to dive into that one specifically and a couple different pieces of that one. But that comes from a lady who wrote a book called The Five Regrets of the Dying. And the number one regret that she found is when people were on their deathbeds and they had regrets, the number one regret was that I wish I lived a life that was true to myself and not the life that others expected of me. And that really breaks it down into two pieces from one regret. We're going to go through both of them. The first one, is people's need for acceptance, right? So we'll cover the first one, then we'll go into the second one, which is your need for acceptance is one of the things that will make you regret at the end of your life, wishing that you would have done something that was true to yourself and not what other people expected of you. Because from a young age, we develop a personal reality. Uh, And that personal reality that we create can be called a personality, right? And so um, you know this if you've been listening for a while. Personality, the Greek word uh, for personality, it comes from the Greek root persona. In, in the, the Greek theatrical days, the persona was the mask that people would wear on stage. And so your personality, who you think that you are, this thing that you developed from a young age, is really just this character that you have made yourself into. And you have made yourself into a character to be who your parents want you to be, to be who society wants you to be, to be who people will love, to be who, if you're, you know, if you're attracted to women, to be the person that women are attracted to. If you're attracted to men, to be the person that men are attracted to. And so we build ourselves into who we think people want us to be, and we actually just lose ourselves. And so from a young age, we develop this personality. And we're told how we're supposed to act when we're young, what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to be, and what we really do. And I don't know if there's a way, for years and years and years and years, probably 15 years, I've been thinking, is there a way to raise a perfect child, to not give them any trauma, to not have them, you know, break away from their true selves, to try to be someone else and develop a paradigm and a personality around the way that the world is? And I'll be honest with you, I haven't found the way to do it. And I think it's just part of the spiritual journey of being a human is you must lose yourself fully to decide this isn't who I want to be. And then you start to find yourself. It's the reason why people have quarter life crises, midlife crises, because they agreed and did what they thought everyone wanted them to do. They did what society wanted them to do because they wanted to be accepted. And then 
they wake up one day at 40, 45, 50 years old, and they're like, what the fuck have I done with my life? Whose life is this? I didn't want this life. I didn't want this job. I didn't want to get that degree. I didn't want to go to that college. I don't even know if I wanted to marry that person. I don't know if I want to live in this town. And people wake up and they're like, who am I? This isn't who I've always, this, this, is a, this is just a fake person. This is a character I've been playing. And it's all because, one of the reasons why, is because it goes back to our need for acceptance. We want to be accepted. And it's like Jim Carrey's famous quote where he says, your need for acceptance will make you invisible in this world. Think about that one for a second. Your need for acceptance can make you invisible. And you weren't born to just be the same as everybody else. Your need for acceptance will make you invisible in this world. And I get it. We need to, we feel like we need to be accepted. You know, and when we look back to a couple hundred thousand years ago with our cavemen and cavewomen uh, ancestors, we needed to be accepted into the tribe because not being in the tribe meant absolute death. There was no way to survive without the tribe 200,000 years ago. But it's not 200,000 years ago, it's modern day. You don't have to be in the tribe. You want to be around people, you want to be around people that you love and stuff. But you really have to ask yourself, like, do I, am I changing myself for other people? I was listening to a podcast the other day, and it was Rick Rubin. He has a new book that's out. And um, he was in the middle of being interviewed. And in the middle of the interview, he's talking. And he says, hey, it's kind of cold in here. Could you turn the air off? And they, they pause him. And, and the guy who's interviewing him is like, I really respect you for that. Because I don't think that I'm the type of person to be able to say that. And he's like, why is that? He's like, I would fear that if I asked you to turn the air off, that you wouldn't like me as much. Like maybe you're, maybe you're hot, maybe you run hot. And by me turning the air off, then I'm, you know, making you not like me as much. And Rick Rubin said something I thought was amazing. I think every person should write it, write it down. Cause if you can live your life with this viewpoint of the world, well, I don't think you're going to die with the uh, the need for other people's approval. And what he says is, he's, he's like, because I just want you, I, I, you know, the guy was, who was interviewing Rick Rubin was like, I just want everyone to like me. And he goes, I don't care if you like me. I want you to like me, but I will not change myself for you to like me. And I was like, those three sentences, if everybody could get that tattooed on their face, I think so many people would have so much better lives because we just are dying for other people's acceptance. So he said, I don't need you to like me. I want you to like me, but I won't change myself in order for you to like me. And I think that those three sentences just really wrap up. We do want to be loved. We do want to be accepted, right? But I'm not going to change myself in order. If I'm not hurting anybody, why would I try to fit into the box that you want me to fit in, right? And so we're taught how to fit in when we're younger. And then at some point in time, we have to wake up and realize that there are some aspects of ourselves that we love and there are some aspects of ourselves that we need to change. You know, some people become bullies as they get older. Some people become victims as they get older. Do you want to stay that way? Or do you want to change? You know, you're growing up, you're told what college to go to sometimes. You're told what degree to get, what job to get, to make your parents feel a certain way. And then you wake up, you're 45 years old, and you feel like you can't turn, you're too far down the road, you can't turn back now. Too much time has been invested. I get messages all the time from people that are in their 40s, like 45 years old, and they're like, Rob, you know, I've been, I went to, to school, I got this degree, I got this job when I was 22, and I've been in this industry for 23 years, I don't want to be here anymore, but I feel like I've invested too much time and I can't leave now. And I'm like, you're 45 years old. 45. 
Like if you just live to the average age, which I believe is around 72, you have to realize you have what? Another 20, that math, 27 years that you're going to be living. So because you invested 23 years into something, you're going to hate the next 27 years of your life because you, you're quote unquote too far down the road. What if you live to 100 years old? You still have 55 more years. If you live to 100 years old, you're not even halfway through your life if you're 45. So you're telling me because you invested a little bit of time, you're just going to continue down this road where you freaking hate what you do and you hate the life that you built. That's dumb. You got to wake up one day and be like, what makes me happy? What is it that I want to do with myself? So that's the first piece of, of that need that we really have is that, you know, I, I, my number one regret that people, number one regret is that I wish I lived a life that was true to myself and not what other people expected of me. And the first reason why that is there is because we feel like we need to be accepted. And the second reason why, and this is a very important reason and hopefully a wake-up call for a lot of people, is that people don't know who they truly are. And because they don't know who they truly are, they don't know what they truly want. You think you know who you are. I'm here to tell you that you don't. You kind of know who you are. But one of the crazy things, I used to hear it all the time when I worked with people one-on-one, -on -one, and they used to, I used to give them journaling lessons and we were, you know, journaling assignments and all that stuff. And they come back and after a few months of working with me, and this isn't like me talking about how great I am, but this could be with anybody once someone starts going on a self-development journey, is they would always say, I thought I knew myself and I realized I didn't know myself for the longest time. I thought I knew who I was, but now I'm realizing I'm somebody else. I'm realizing who I truly am. Like, really do we ask ourselves, like, really do we stop and ask ourselves, what do I want? Like, what do I want? And really figure that out. Like, what do you want? What do you want from your life? A lot of times we don't know what we want, but we sure as hell don't know what we don't want or do know what we don't want. And then we can start to kind of go on the path of self-discovery. What is it that I want? And then what's crazy about it is you might know what you want, but you still might not be going for it the hell are you doing then? So we live a life based off of what we think other people want from us. One of the scariest moments of my life was deciding that I was going to leave a job where I was making over six figures salary plus commission at 26 years old. I was making that money and then I leaving that job at 29. And I was just terrified. And I remember after I left, because I really wanted to follow my passion, which is this, which is this thing that I do now. This was back in 2000, November 2015 is when this all happened. And uh, I was so terrified of what might happen. I started thinking to myself after I quit and I left that job, started thinking to myself, oh my God, I might have to get another job. Like I, I just got a brand new house four months ago. I got to pay my mortgage. I have bills I have to pay. I have things I have to do. And I had some money saved up and everything, but I started thinking like, I'm terrified. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make money. And a few weeks later, about three weeks later, I was at my sister's house and uh, my sister um, brought out this box and she was like, Hey, have you ever seen these, these things from dad? And I was like, no. And I don't think so. And you know, there's like his glasses, there's his watch, there's all these different things, books, like t-shirts, all of this stuff. And there was all these letters. You know, I don't talk about it a whole lot, but one of the things, my dad was in jail when I was a kid uh, for getting too many DUIs. And so he would write us letters. And so he wrote a letter to my sister on her 21st birth, I'm sorry, on the, her, uh, her 19th birthday. He wrote her a letter and it was, you know, I read through the whole letter, it was all nice. And then the very last line of the letter said, I hope you live your life with courage, love, and laughter. And I was like, I was reading it and it was like, that line and the, the thing that was written to my sister, you know, 15 years prior, that line I feel like was written for me 
to read at that moment because I was so terrified that I wouldn't be able to pay my bills that I was about to give up on my passion to go back to working for someone else so that I can make money so I could pay my bills and then go back to doing what I don't want to do and not following the life that I truly wanted to live. And I, I was so I was scared, right? That was the main piece of it. And in that letter, it said, live your life with courage first. It said courage, love, and laughter. And so for those of you guys, it's funny because I can go into Google and I can type in Rob Dial. And uh, one of the things that always pops up is Rob Dial tattoo. So it seems like people are Googling my tattoo because I've talked about this a couple of times, but it's on my left arm and it's my first tattoo that I ever got. And it says, it's in my dad's handwriting and it's blown up on my arm and it says, live your life with courage, love, and laughter because I was so, it was like the message I needed to hear. And I was like, I'm going to get this fucking tattooed on my body because then I can't give up on this dream. I can't go back to what I was doing because if I have this tattoo, I'm going to have this tattoo forever. And so if I'm going to really step in and fully commit to doing this podcasting thing, to being somebody who talks about mindset, to growing a following, to trying to impact people, to coach people, I'm going to have to go all in. And getting a tattoo is pretty all in. And so I got that tattoo to remind me to be courageous when I felt fearful, right? And um, really what it came down to is I forced myself out of the company, I was afraid, and then I just forced myself to take more action because that was what I wanted. Now, what I did is not necessarily what you should do or what you might want to do, but what do you want? Like if money were no object, what would you be doing? What, what is it that makes you feel the most alive? What makes If your soul could smile, what makes your soul smile? Do you know? If you do, follow it. Maybe you can make money doing it. Maybe you can't. If you can't make money doing it, how could you figure out a way to make money, pay your bills, and then spend the majority of your time that you possibly can when you're awake following that thing that really makes you happy? If you don't know what it is, search for it. Find it. I always say like, it's okay not to know your true purpose right now. But if you now are sitting here right now and you know you don't know your true purpose, it is not okay to not be in constant search for it. So it's okay not to know your true purpose, but it's not okay not to be in constant search for it. You have to go find it. You have to figure out what it is because there is a true purpose. There is something that that really makes you come alive. And especially if you know what it is, if you know what it is and you're not following it, I love this phrase. And I, I heard somebody say something like this before. There's no exact quote, but when you find your purpose in life, if you don't find your purpose, I'm sorry, when you find your purpose in life, if you don't follow your purpose, your purpose will eventually destroy you because you can't stop thinking about it. And your soul's going to start dying and slowly feel like it's withering away. Like I felt like I was doing when I knew that this podcast and doing what I'm doing now is like the reason why I'm alive. And I kept working the other job. I literally started to get more and more depressed doing it because it was starting to destroy me that I was not putting all of my effort into growing this thing. Right? You might be 40 years old now and feel like you've gone too far down the road, but people are living to... 85, 90, 100, 110 years old, very often, you're not even halfway through your life. It's time for you to figure out what it is that you want. Stop paying attention to what other people say about you. And there's not regret when you get to the end of your life. The number one regret is that I wish I lived a life that was true to myself. And there's two pieces of that. Number one, your need for acceptance. And number two, you don't know who you truly are and what you want. So go on this journey of self-discovery, figure out who you truly are, what you truly want, and then spend your time and energy following that so that you don't get to the end of your life and regret your life. So that's what I got for you. If you love this episode, please do me a favor. If this impacted you, there's probably other people out there in this world that do impact as well. So do me a favor. 
Go ahead and take a screenshot of it. Take a video of you listening to it somewhere, whatever it might be, and share it on Instagram stories and tag me at Rob Dial Jr., R-O-B-D-I-A-L-J-R. And with that, I'm gonna leave the same way I leave you every single episode. Make it your mission to make somebody else's day better. I appreciate you, and I hope that you have an amazing day.